You are tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nachumsiegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast.
Good morning, good morning, everyone. Matis Wine Guest with you here on a JM Sunday. It is Chal HaMoed Pesach, and it is Erev Yom Tov. Candlelighting this evening in the uh, New York, New Jersey area, about 7.02 this evening. It is the 31st day in the month of March, which means that it is uh, Aryeh Wine Guest's birthday. And uh, it is the 20th day in the month of Nisan, 5773. Following Daf Yomi, you're on page 23, Daf 23. And uh, welcome to JM Sunday on this Cholomoid morning. Hope that uh, your Yom Tov went well so far, Shabbos, Sedarim, and uh, your enjoyable time during this festive holiday of Pesach. The last days begin tonight, and uh, for those here in the United States, two days, and those in Israel, going into the last day of Pesach. Tonight, tomorrow, and tomorrow night, they change back, and uh, Tuesday is Isru Chag. For the people in Israel, Wednesday, for us over here, is uh, Isru Chag. There is now a seven-hour time difference, so those of you listening in Israel are listening between 2 and 4 in the afternoon, as you know, and uh, we have that time difference that went into effect, I believe, at uh, on Thursday, we were trying to check in. We just want to see the update on that. We are trying to see if one of our uh, people in Israel, man on the street, is able to uh, tell us about that. We'll see if we can connect with him a little bit later. It is the fifth day in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, please do so sometime today before this evening. At 7.30, Rabbi Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk at 8 o'clock. Our news from Israel with Hannah Levy, Julian, and for the first time ever. At 8.15, Rabbi Benjamin Yudin will be talking about the upcoming Yom Tov as he does uh, speak about Yom Tov and Shabbos before every Yom Tov and Shabbos on JM and the AM. Since today is Yom Tov, tonight is Yom Tov, and uh, we have a show this morning, he is going to be joining us at 8.15 to talk about Yom Tov. He was on on Friday talking about Shabbos. So that is a first, because uh, we usually do not uh, have Rabbi Yudin on a Sunday, because we don't have Sunday programs, or at least we didn't until September of last year. We've been on about six and a half months already. JM Sunday has been on straight every single Sunday. So that's really, uh, really exciting. If you want to get in touch with me, if you have questions, you want to have an announcement made, please feel free to send me an email, matis at nachamsegel.com, M-A-T-T-E-S, at nachamsegel.com. We're going to play a lot of music this morning, and we're going to start it off with Shalshela's volume number five with Hini Anoki. Thanks for joining me on JM Sunday.
Yeshiva Band here on a JM Sunday. Mata Swine guest with you. It's 717 in the morning, Eastern Daylight Time in the United States, the uh, northeast portion of the United States. Israel is seven hours ahead. Before uh, Kilonoa, we heard Hine Anoki from uh, Shalshelis, volume number five. Coming up at 730, Rabbi Goldwasser with Morning Chizik. We're joined on the air right now, live from Israel, the one and only Mayor Weingarten. Good morning, Mayor. Amen. <laughs> how are you? No, I say, here's how, Matis, here's how it works. I say, and then the response to that is, Chagim Uzmanim L'Sasson. Chagim Uzmanim L'Sasson. Okay, let's try it again. Matis, Moadim L'Simcha. Chagim Uzmanim L'Sasson. Excellent. Matis, you can come, you can make Aliyah. Ah, great. You are set. Thank you, thank you so much. So uh, I wanted to remind you that today is Sunday, in case you yeah, forgot. Yeah, you know what? I got to tell you something. I did forget. I did, I'm, not, I'm not embarrassed to admit this on the air. I forgot that it was Sunday, and uh, I was corresponding with Matis earlier, and I totally forgot it was Sunday. <laughs> and it's because it's a regular day here. Sunday's just a regular day. Right, I mean, of course. It's Arab Chag, but still, right. there's nothing that cues you into the fact other than, you know, Shir Shalyom, but, you know, here in Yerushalayim, Actually, say on your most Sunday, right? Dominican they say a different one, whatever. Long story. Right, right, right. But uh, also, you're totally relaxed. So you know, one day goes into the other. Now, there's one day of Yom Tov left in Israel, and then um, yep. the Israelis there have Isrukag on Tuesday. Back to semi-normal. Right. Now, it does pose a question. Which we're not going to go into now because uh, I don't have my rabbinic authority on, but uh, it does pose uh, issues, and uh, the uh, rabbinic authorities are careful about this, of course, in terms of selling of chametz before Pesach and when it can be used to make sure that the contracts are properly taken care of after Pesach um, in the right time, so that uh, people in the United States don't suddenly own chametz on what is to them the last day of Pesach. I actually I do two chametz sellings. Hmm. 
exactly. Uh, for years, one Chomet in Israel, and my American Chomet is sold. Interesting, very interesting. Okay, so just I wanted to get a, a quick update. The, the time changed in Israel over Cholamoed uh, on Thursday night, I believe, right? You jumped one hour ahead over there. Thursday night going, yes. That's right, Thursday night going into Friday morning. And so it is now seven hours ahead, so it is a 2.19, 2.20 in the morning, in, in the afternoon in Israel. That's correct, getting ready for Chag. Excellent, and Chag, candle lighting is approximately what time? Um, in Yerushalayim, it's 6.20 something, and everywhere else, it's like 6.30, uh, 6.40 something. Because Yerushalayim lights before, and every place else right. lights 18 minutes before. Yerushalayim has a very special minhook. And, uh, and but I, I don't know who to complain, but I lost one hour twice. <laughs> That's right. I lost an hour, and we switched the daylight settings time in New York. Now I came, lost it again. Now I've lost two hours, and I'm not going to get it back, and I don't know. Those who I should complain to, please let me know. I think you should add on a couple of hours. Yom Tov, uh, afterwards, you can get those two hours back there and relax some more. Mayor, thank uh-huh. you so much for joining us this morning, this afternoon over there, and uh, we wish you a good Yom Tov. Thank you, you too. Chag Sameach to you. Take care. And uh, as Mayor Weingarten in Israel, just clearing up the uh, time change for us here on a JM Sunday. Uh, thank you so much, Mayor, for uh, for joining us. We're going to be coming up, as I said, uh, Rabbi Goldwasser at 7.30, News from Israel at 8 o'clock, and Rabbi Yudin at 8.15 to talk about the uh, last days of the holiday of Pesach in uh, which we are right now. wanted to remind you that JM Sunday is brought to you by Adorama, the official electronics retailer of the Nachum Siegel Network. The number to call is 1-800-223-2500. Adorama is located at 42 West 18th Street in New York City. They have cameras, audiovisual equipment, electronics, portable entertainment, iPods, iPads, and much more. Adorama, imaging and beyond, since 1975, official sponsor of the Nachum Siegel Network. Back to music. Here is Sherwood Goffin on JM Sunday. Santo, Santo, Roy, I'm Paul Israel, Baruch, I'm a Baruch. 
Chaim David with the Good News Bears here on a JM Sunday. Matis Weingast with you as we approach 7.30 in the morning. Here on the uh, 31st day in the month of March, it's Aryeh Weingast's birthday, 20th day in the month of Sivan, 5773, Chalamoed, Erev Yom Tov, the last days of Pesach. Candlelighting in this part of the uh, world is about 7.02 this evening. Today's the fifth day in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, please do so sometime today. And uh, at 7.30, I will remind you that our uh, News from Israel is coming up at 8 o'clock and Rabbi Yudin at 8.15. Right now, it's time for Morning Chizuk. Rabbi Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. During these days of Yom Tov, our hearts and our minds turn towards the Beis Hamikdash, the future temple that will be rebuilt. It is interesting that the Rambam says in Mishnah Torah that the Beis Hamikdash will be built by man. In fact, he says, that will be one of the signs of Mashiach's arrival, the construction of the Beis Hamikdash. Rashi says, however, in Mesech de Sukkah, that Hashem has already built the Beis Hamikdash. It's in existence in the heavenly spheres. It awaits the time when it will descend to the earthly world. On Pesach we say, Kel B'nei, Kel B'nei, Hashem, build the Beis Hamikdash. We repeat these words like a child who repeats his request to his mother again and again, pleading and begging. Similarly, we ask Hashem to build the Beis HaMikdosh bimhera speedily. The third Beis HaMikdosh will encompass both the first Beis HaMikdosh and the second. Our words reflect this. We say, Kelbenei Hashem, rebuild the first Beis HaMikdosh. Kelbenei Hashem rebuild the second Beis HaMikdosh, and then we say, Build your house, the third Beis HaMikdosh, soon in our days. A Belzechosed was once going to travel to Eretz Yisrael. Before his trip, he went to visit with the great Sadik. His Rav told him, When you visit the Kosel, count how many stones there are in the wall. The Chosed then left, and did exactly as he was told. When he returned to the Belzerov after his trip, the first thing that he was asked was how many stones are there in the wall. The Chassid told the Belzerov the exact number. The Rov told him, you missed one stone. The Chassid, who had gone to great lengths to get an accurate count, grasped immediately that he had not missed a stone for nothing. Rather, he hadn't been worthy of seeing the particular stone that the Belzerov had in mind. He left and began to do tshuva. He analyzed his deeds. He prayed for forgiveness. Sometime later, he visited the castle once again. This time, he counted the stones ever so carefully and discovered one additional stone. Elated, he ran to the Belzerov as soon as he returned home, and he told him that he had counted the missing stone. The Belzerov told him, this stone is an extraordinary stone. The stone that is first hidden from the eye is the stone that elevates all the prayers to the heavens. Let us hope that Jews throughout the world will merit to find the hidden stone, the opening to the gates of mercy. May Hashem Yisbarach accept all of our prayers for good, and may we hear of Besuras Tavas and Simchas.
by all of Klal Yisroel. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a good moed.
Hashata from Chazak, Avraham Fried. And before that, the Pintaliyid, Shweibel Sharf Levine, with Korav Yom and David Dadashti from the album The Return, Shir Hashirim, all here on JM Sunday. Matis Weingast with you on a, uh, on a great Sunday. The sun is shining. It's about 42 degrees. It's 7.48 in the morning, Eastern Daylight Time, here in the uh, northeast portion of the United States. The uh, fifth day in the counting of the Omer, Chol HaMoed, Pesach, Erev Yom Tov, candle lighting is 7.02 this evening, Erevin 23 in the Dafyomi cycle, and it's the 20th day in the month of Sivan, 31st day in the month of March, which means it's Aryeh Weingast's birthday. If you uh, get a chance, go on to Facebook and like our page, JM Sunday. Like JM Sunday, you can get all the news that um, that we have for you, and we'll let you know what's coming up. At 8 o'clock this morning, our news from Israel, and at 8.15, Rabbi Yudin to discuss the upcoming end-of-days holiday of, uh, of Pesach, the last days of the holiday of Pesach. Hope you all had an enjoyable Pesach so far with the beautiful Sadarim and uh, and everything else that you may have done during Pesach. We're going to go back to the music. And uh, up next is a uh, a song from Mordechai Ben David's album, Let My People Go. Here is uh, Mordechai Ben David on JM Sunday. Thanks for joining us.
Lois Avosenu from Diaspora Yeshiva Band going back a number of years here on JM Sunday. And I want to remind you that JM Sunday is brought to you by Adorama. It's more than a camera store. The official electronics retailer of the Nachum Siegel Network. 42 West 18th Street in New York City is the place. 800-223-2500 is the number for all your camera, audiovisual equipment needs, electronics, portable entertainment iPods, iPads, and more, Adorama, Imaging and Beyond since 1975, official sponsor of the Nachum Siegel Network. 8 o'clock in the morning, Eastern Daylight Time here in the United States, Chal HaMoed, Erev Yom Tov of the last days of Pesach, and uh, candle lighting is about 7.02 in these parts, check uh, with the exact time. And uh, as we do every Sunday, we join our Israeli correspondent, Hannah Levi-Julian, who is a senior correspondent and an editor of the uh, Israel National News English Division and a news broadcaster in Israel to let us know what happened in the previous week. Good morning, Kana. Good uh, Erev Yom Tov to you. Good Moed. Good Erev Yom Tov to you. 
And to you. How are you? And good morning to everyone. Thank you. Great. How has Pesach been so far? Fattening. <laughs> well, you only you only had one seder, so I, you know, it's not not too bad. Again, we made up. We made up for it with all the festivals and uh, and all the things that there were to do here, around here in this country. There was so much to do. Uh, absolutely. Just so much going on. <laughs> any uh, any news, or has things been quiet in the uh, in the country? Uh, there's actually there's actually been some news. Um, the uh, uh, our uh, our Muslim brothers' uh, cousins were uh, throwing rocks up on the Temple Mount this morning um, and trying to stop Jewish groups from touring. You know, the uh, the Temple Mount uh, was open uh, this morning from 7:30 to 11 uh, at the um, within the agreement of the government and. Uh, was scheduled to be open again from uh, 1 to 2.30 this afternoon, which it was, and that was uh, a Holomoid uh, schedule uh, with Israel police uh, agreeing, and uh, the police were escorting Jewish tour groups around the Temple Mount, as they have been doing lately, in order to maintain uh, complete protection for the Jewish groups because Muslim worshippers lately, uh, not all of them I'd like to stress, but some have uh, been uh, a little bit excitable and uh, some have been extremists and this morning there were some among those and they were throwing rocks. Uh, about two and a half, about three dozen people gathered and started uh, rioting Police moved in very quickly and uh, uh, apprehended six of those uh, and detained them. The rest ran, literally ran away very quickly. Uh, Everything was brought under control. Uh, There were news reports saying that the Temple Mount had been shut down and evacuated. Those reports were not true, according to the Israel police spokesman that I spoke to. Mickey Rosenfeld, I spoke with him personally. He said that the Temple Mount was not shut down and that uh, the uh, Jewish groups did uh, did have permission to stay until 11 o'clock in the morning. Unfortunately, this incident uh, occurred at about 10.30, and people may have misunderstood what was going on because the uh, the schedule ended at 11. 11 o'clock was its normal closing time. It did reopen at 1, and it stayed open until 2.30. That is the normal schedule. Uh, Muslims remain in between those times because they have prayers during those times as well. The Waqf, which is the Islamic uh, religious authority, has control of the Temple Mount at the moment for various reasons, primary among those have to do with uh, religious issues. Um, There are some disagreements over that, both within the country and outside of the country, but for now, anyway, things are under control. There have been a lot of disagreements over what's going on up there, I have to tell you, Mathis, and uh, there have been a lot of attempts in the past few weeks by Muslim worshippers to try to prevent Jewish groups from going up there and from touring up on the Temple Mount each time there has been some kind of violence, either with a woman reaching out her hand to slap someone or someone throwing a rock, and each time the police do intervene and they put a stop to it. Hmm. So today it happened again. 
but they did not close down the Temple Mount, which sometimes has happened in the past. Today it did not happen, and it did remain open to Jewish people, Great. as it should have. On this holiday um, of freedom. Yeah, on this holiday <laughs> of freedom, correct. And <laughs> um, we had a few other things going on as well. Um, you might be interested to know that the ancient Eliyahu Hanavi synagogue in Syria was shelled, hmm. I'm sorry to say, uh, near Damascus. Um, it was vandalized, but then it was shelled apparently by the Syrian government uh, shelling, according to the rebels. So it's impossible to know for sure, but it does appear to be that that's what it was. The uh, government artillery apparently targeted the general area, and it hit the synagogue as well. There is a video online about it, and that's on our website as well. The Tamar gas field began uh, producing natural gas, historic first for the state of Israel. Wow. Please say, we are producing our own natural gas. And according and to the reports I read, the, it seems that the, that natural gas field can provide self-sufficiency for Israeli energy for uh, many, many years to come. At least 20. Wow. And in, and in three more years, in 2016, the, the uh, Leviathan gas field will also come online and we'll be able to export natural gas, God willing, as well. So things are moving up. Interesting, interesting. Well, that's a uh, it's a good sign for sure, and uh, it'll be uh, it'll be quite uh, quite interesting again to use the term uh, to see what happens <laughs> in the next few years with uh, with Israel selling natural gas to uh, to other countries. Yeah, wouldn't that be something Absolutely. when we had to buy it for so many years? From Absolutely. Ages? Now, uh, is there um, any import of oil or use of oil in Israel, or is everything really natural gas? Um, we, I think we still get some oil mm -hmm. from Europe, but I have to tell you the truth, most of it at this stage of the game is natural gas. Oh. I, and it's interesting. We, we, we get, here in Arad, we get our own natural gas from our own area here in the Negev, and have for many years. The symbol for the city of Arad is actually a little tiny gas flame which people don't realize. The logo for the city of Arad is a gas flame, a natural gas flame. And that's because in the, in the hills around Arad, there are little pockets and little tiny gas fields of natural gas. And in the last year or so, uh, Noble Energy began exploring and drilling again in Souk Tamrur, which are the hills between Arad and the Dead Sea. They were finally given uh, permission to start doing some limited drilling to look for more natural gas. Interesting, because uh, the the you, I mean, that's interesting that you have the natural gas. But getting back to the symbol, most people I think would think that it's a tree. Yeah, right. <laughs> a tree in mountains. Except that it's orange. It's maybe a burnt tree. Well, orange, <laughs> orange with a blue, uh, blue around it. But you're you're absolutely correct. Very very interesting. Well, um, we were always promised that Israel has uh, the natural resources and the uh, and things that it needs to be sufficient. So here's another um, a show of that, as uh, has always been promised. That's right. It's a beautiful thing. Great. We have had music festivals here, I have to tell you. Things oh. have been very, oh, it's been really wonderful. Hebron, first of all, as always, had uh, its uh, festival on Wednesday and on Thursday. 
Ohel Yitzchak and the uh, Isaac and Rebecca Hall was open to the public. Uh, the Cave of the Machpelah was open. Uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And there was a bazaar there. Uh, the Passover Music Festival was there. Lipa Schmelzer was there. Mm. I, just so many people. And uh, the Dead Sea Music Festival was going all this past week. Uh, three days of, of, of music um, that was held uh, at the Dead Sea. Um, just absolutely stunning at Kibbutz Mitzvah Shalem which is the Ahavam festival performance. Uh, Aviv Geffen was there, Yehudit Ravitz, Avram Tal, Moshe Ben-Ari, uh, every, anyone you could imagine. Wow. Stunning, just completely stunning. It, it, was, it was really a, a rockin' Pesach. It's a very uh, happening place over there. Uh, yeah, great, great weather, great weather. Thousands and thousands of people there. More than 150,000 people out there just hiking. Wow. Wow. Excellent. Excellent. Thank God. Well, thank you very much. Enjoy the uh, rest of uh, a few hours of Kalamoy that you have today. And tonight starts the last day of Pesach for you. Tomorrow night the Chag ends and you go into Isru Chag mode on on Tuesday. Unlike uh, people here where we will be celebrating the second day of Yom Tov. I'll be celebrating my diet. Enjoy the uh, enjoy the the bread that you'll have on Tuesday while we're uh, finishing up our matzah. Thank you, thank you, thank you Kana. Have a great week, a good yom tov, and um, uh, we will talk to you next Sunday. And everyone hug sameach. Thank you, thank you so much, Kana Levi Julian, live from Israel with our news of the week here on JM Sunday, ten after eight Eastern time in the morning. In a few minutes, Rabbi Yudin with. Uh, with a discussion on the holiday, uh, the remaining days of uh, of young, uh, <laughs> the remaining days of Pesach coming up in a few minutes. Here is Shlomo Simcha. No, no, actually, I'm sorry. We go to Benny Friedman here on JM Sunday.
Benny Friedman with uh, Yesh Tikva from the Yesh Tikva album here on a JM Sunday. Well, a little bit of history being made here on JM Sunday. We uh, we bring to you on every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 on the stream at jmtheam.org, nachomsegel.com, part of the Nachum Siegel Network. We bring to you a uh, JM Sunday program from 7 to 9. And we have many elements of JM and the AM with Nachum Siegel, which is heard on uh, the stream and on the radio on Monday through Thursday, uh, Monday through Friday mornings from 6 to 9. By the way, tomorrow and uh, Tuesday being Yom Tov, JM and the AM will not be on. Nachum will return on Wednesday morning with JM and the AM, an abridged week there. But uh, we bring to you many elements of JM and the AM, including Rabbi Goldwasser. Moda'ani in the beginning, Hatikva at the end, and uh, great Jewish music and programming. So for the first time, since it is an Erev Yom Tov, usually we hear from Rabbi Yudin uh, on JM in the AM, but if it's a Sunday, we haven't done that in the past because uh, there was no programming on Sunday mornings on an Erev Yom Tov. So this is a little bit of history now because Rabbi Yudin is going to be joining us in just a few seconds and talking about the upcoming uh, days of Yom Tov. Rabbi Yudin is spiritual leader of Congregation Shomer Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, and he is here to address the listening audience about the upcoming remaining days of Pesach. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Matis. Good evening to everybody. And we go this evening into Shvi Shal Pesach, and for us, Achron Shal Pesach. First of all, just be aware that this is the only Yom Tov Kiddush that we recite without a Shechayonu. And to a great extent, the reason for that is in keeping with, A, the fact that we've been saying the abridged Hallel since Cholamoed for two reasons. Number one, the difference between Sukkot and Pesach is that on Sukkot each day there was a different Karban and therefore a different Kedushas Hayom, a different sanctity of the day. And that sanctity of the day brought about a new Yom Tov, hence a complete Hallel. On Pesach, it's the same Karban each day and therefore there is that 
lack of freshness and newness in terms of a new Yom Tov. Secondly, you have the following, that on Pesach, the Medrash tells us that at the time of Kriyas Yamsuf, which we celebrate, please God, tomorrow, the angels wanted to say Shira, and God says to them, Masayadai Tovim Bayam, my creatures, my handiwork is drowning. Vatem Omrim Shira, and you are about to sing, and therefore we who are participants in the miracle, we can quote sing, but we are minded of the fact that God's creatures, the Egyptians, drowned, and hence even our song is abridged, hence our Hallel is uh, abridged tomorrow and on Achron Shel Pesach, and there is no Shechianu going into the uh, last days of Pesach. If we have to take one step back and look at the last days, what is the message I really believe that a strong message is that we're leaving stronger than how we came in. And that is one word, emuna, faith. I'd like to just trace back with you that emuna, faith, was such a key ingredient in our exodus that when Moshe finally agrees to accept the position as being God's representative to the Jewish people and to Paro. At the very beginning of chapter 4 in Shmos, what does he say? The Jewish people are not going to believe me. And they're not going to listen to my voice. They're going to say, Hashem. Hashem did not appear to you. So what? I'll ask the question. If the people don't believe. So the answer I'm going to tell you is that Moshe knew the secret. And we have to learn the secret. That without the belief, the amuna of the people we can't be redeemed. And so Hashem gives Moshe three signs. You remember that his staff turns to a serpent, that his hand becomes leprous, that the water changes to blood. And then what do we find at the beginning of, or excuse me, at the very end of chapter 4 in Pasuk 31, Vayamein Ha'am. And the people believed, So you and I would think, be honest, why did they believe? Because, ah, Moshe performed the signs. And they see that the staff turns to a snake. Moshe's hand becomes leprous. The water becomes blood. Okay, you convinced me. No, says the Medrash. And I'm quoting from Shmos Rabbah. Parshahei Yud Gimel, and the Medrash says, Yochol lo heminu ad shiroha osos. Perhaps you would make the mistake that I would have made, that they believed only because of the signs. Lo, says the 
the Medrash. Vayishmu ki pokar Hashem ala shmuahem minu v'lo osos. The Medrash goes on to say that Yaakov, before his passing, gave the sign to Yosef. And Yosef, before his passing, gave it to his brothers. And Usher gave it to his daughter, Serach. And Serach was still alive. And what was the magic password? Pokod pokadati. I remembered. God says to... Yaakov says, God is telling the Jewish people that I have not forgotten you. And Moshe comes and uses those key words, pokod pokadati. Oh, once Moshe used those words, the people believed. So it was the energy of the past and the faith of the people that propelled Moshe to go to Paro and ultimately to take B'nai Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. And where do we pick up, please God, tomorrow when after the Egyptians are drowned? So what does the Torah tell us right before the beginning of Az Yashir? So, Vayay Yisrael Sayyaragdola, the Jewish people saw God's great hand. Asher saw Hashem in Mitzrayim. Vayiru Ha'am Es Hashem. What does that mean? They revered Hashem and Vayaminu Bashem with Moshe Abdo. And they had faith in Hashem. Now, wait a minute. What does it mean, that faith? You don't have faith that you're sitting on a chair right now. If you're sitting and listening, or if you're standing, you know. What's the faith? So, the faith, I'm going to give you two explanations for this. Number one, a delicious Gera Rebbe, who says the following, that the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Daf Sadi Aleph, teaches, how do we know that the Tchiyas HaMesim, how do we know the concept that the dead will come to life in the future? So we learn it from Oz Yashir. The Torah doesn't say, then Oz Shar, then Moshe sang, but Yashir Moshe will sing in the future. My goodness, of all the places to learn Tchiyas HaMesim, so the Ger Rebbe gives a fantastic insight. At the splitting of the Red Sea, as the rabbis tell us, a maidservant saw even that which the prophet Yechezkel couldn't see. There was no room for faith. They knew, they saw God. Where's their room for faith? Ah, they were given at that time. Listen carefully how powerful this is. They were given at that time something that they couldn't yet see. Namely, that the dead will come to life. Because the Jew always has to have emunah. He always has to have faith. And therefore, Vayaminu Bashem now means, of course they saw, but now their faith became stronger. And this is what we have to take away from the Yom Tov Pesach. Going back to the people in Mitzrayim, who, they were there for 210 years, if you would have interviewed them throughout that time, do you think you're getting out? No way, and especially the last 86 years, when from the birth of Miriam, if you had a daughter, would you call your daughter bitter? And we know that Miriam was six years older than Moshe. So the idea is, Moshe's 80 when he took them out, so for the last 86 years it was most embittered. And take a look, they had no possibility of getting out. And when they do get out, like the matzah itself shows that Kigor Shumim 
they were literally expelled and propelled and pushed out of Egypt quickly from one extreme to the next. And therefore, what comes out of this Yom Tov, what comes out of this Yom Tov is, as the Navi Malachi, I'm sorry, the Navi Micha in chapter 7, verse 15 says, and I promise you, Ki Mitzrayim, like the days when you left Egypt, Erenu, I will show you in the future, Nifloos, I will show you wonders. Now, the Meshachachma, in his commentary on the Shira, on Pasuk 15, of Michamocha, Poelim Hashem, Michamocha, Nedeb HaKodesh, Norasilos, Osefele, which means that God performs wonders, he goes on to explain what the word fele means. And he says that a fele, a wonder, is something which literally the mind could not have anticipated until it actually sees it. It's not simply seeing is believing, but until it happens, you couldn't even imagine it. And he gives a very interesting example. He said when the telegraph was first introduced to this world, that was such a pella that you can communicate literally instantly from one part of the world to the next. The telephone was a great improvement over the telegraph. You could hear the voice. However, given that there was a telegraph already, sure people appreciated, but it wasn't such a complete and total wonder because the concept of communication had already been there from before. Now fasten your seatbelt, says the Meshachachma, in understanding this verse, that in the future there's going to be a Enoniflaos, that just what was. Now you can discuss around your Yom Tov table tonight, but you can only imagine, and the answer is you can't imagine. But just what Kriyas Yamsov was to them, meaning who could have, would have thought that there would be such a miracle called Kriyas Yamsov, who could have, would have thought of that there would be such a miracle called the Mun, that literally manna coming down from heaven, tasting whatever you wanted, and with all the other laws that went with it, that just as they couldn't in any which way, in a natural way, anticipate this coming down from heaven, and yet it came so too. We are promised of what's going to happen in the future, and we can't even begin to anticipate the incredible miraculous supernatural which is awaiting for us. This is included in by Aminu Bashem Moshe Abdo. This is included in the fact that, please God, they had faith at that time. And so, just as the Pesach Seder began at night time, why? Interestingly, because lahagid baboker chazdecha veemunascha baleilos, it's easy when things are bright and you can see the salvation to sing the praises of God. But we, on the night, which is the symbol of the exile, we sing the praises to Hashem because though it hasn't happened yet, they believed in Egypt before it happened. And we have to believe today. And that's the Haftorah for the last day of Pesach. That there will be a Moshiach. And that there will be a time. 
as Rashi explains in his interpretation of Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echod. So Rashi understands this to mean Shema Yisrael. Listen carefully, the Jewish people. Hashem, who is at the moment Elokeinu, now he is literally our God, Hashem Echod. In the future, he will be. Listen carefully, and I read the Rashi. Hashem shu elokeinu atah, with an ayin now. Velo elokeho umos, he's not yet accepted as the God universally. Hu atid lios Hashem echad. He, in the future, will be recognized. Shenemar ki oz epoch amim. Safa Berura Lekrokulam B'Shem Hashem, citing Rashi from the Navi Tzafanya, chapter 3, verse 9. And as we conclude every prayer service with the Aleinu, V'Nemar, Bayomahu Yashem Echad, Ushmo Echad. We close the Yom Tov with such a positive, resonating sound of Muna, the way we began. But we end much stronger, eating matzah, Till the end, the bread of faith is God, bringing us not only to the next Yom Tov, but bringing us further in our faith and commitment. A good Yom Tov to all.
Laman by Shlomo Simcha here on a JM Sunday. Before that, going back a number of years, Kesher with Vene'emar and uh, Adir Hu from Shlomo Kabach and Az Yashir from Shira Chadasha. 
that is the uh, music roundup that we heard since uh, Rabbi Yudin was on this morning. Thank Rabbi Yudin for joining us here on JM Sunday, 8.49 in the morning, getting ready to uh, close out today's show and another uh, another week of JM Sunday. By my calculations, I believe this is the 30th show we've done straight since September. Uh, JM Sunday have not missed a live Sunday since that time, and we hope to continue for a long time here on the Nachum Siegel Network, NachumSiegel.com, JMNAM.org. Coming up uh, tomorrow morning and Tuesday morning, since it is Yom Tov, there will not be JM in the AM on the uh, on the radio or on the stream. Nachum will return, God willing, on Wednesday morning, Isrukag with the next edition of JM in the AM, so make sure to keep it tuned to that. wanted to remind you that JM Sunday is brought to you by Adorama. It's more than a camera store. It's the official electronics retailer of the Nachum Siegel Network. They're located at 42 West 18th Street in New York City. The number is 800-223-2500. There are uh, plenty of things for all your electronics needs, electronics, portable, entertainment, your iPods, iPads, much more, cameras, you name it, they have it. Adorama, Imaging and Beyond since 1975, official sponsor of the Nachum Siegel Network. It's Sunday, March 31st, 2013. That means it's Aryeh Weingast's birthday. And uh, I mentioned that earlier. Aryeh is actually up and about, <laughs> though we wish him a happy birthday. It's the 20th day in the uh, month of Nisan, 5773. Gotham Air of Yom Tov, candlelighting in the uh, New York area, 7:02 this evening. The uh, 23rd daf in the uh, in the cycle for Erevin in Daf Yomi. It's the fifth day in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, please do so sometime uh, today. Israel is now seven hours ahead, so it is uh, just about 3:51 in the afternoon. They're getting ready for the final day of Yom Tov over. In uh, in Israel, we're going to go back to the music here and uh, finish up with uh, something. Uh, let's see, what are we going to do? We're doing, yeah, okay, we can do that. Here's Mordechai ben David with uh, "Let My People Go."
Ah, yes, as we hear the strains of Uncle Maishi with uh, Pesach in the background, we are reminded how much work has gone into this holiday of Pesach starting uh, months ago in some cases with the uh, making of the uh, Shmura Matzah and preparing everything and then, of course, in the weeks beforehand, cleaning the house, getting everything ready, doing all the cooking, preparing for the Sadarim, uh, or a Seder in Israel, uh, preparing for everything during the week and uh, turning everything upside down in some cases and certainly getting rid of all the chametz to have a great uh, Yom Tov. 
and we come to the last couple of days of Yom Tov here in uh, the United States and uh, last day of Yom Tov in Israel. We wish everyone a, a great Yom Tov, and we look forward to seeing you again uh, next week here on JM Sunday.